warning. This podcast contains some f***ing bad language. Just like when immigration allowed those English travellers into the country. True stories. Your stories. Your fuck-ups. Jim Cawthorne presents The Fuck-Up Files. Oh, bloody hell. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on the time that you're listening into this right now. This is the Fuck Up Files. Basically, your podcast uh, to make that piece of shit mistake that you keep cringing over and, and bringing up in your head not seem as bad as it really is. Because unfortunately for me, Jim Cawthorn, uh, I, I fuck up a lot. And these are my stories. And actually joining me as well, as always, on the other side of the desk there is our producer Ryan. A, a good fuck up to you, kind sir. Good fuck up to you as well. I like it. A new way to greet each other. We just swear at each other. (laughs) Yeah, why not? And a good fuck up to you as well, joining us on this podcast, (laughs) uh, on this episode. Uh, Will Hall, New Zealand actor. How are you? I'm very good. Thanks, Jim. Uh, The mighty fine uh, fuck up, and I'm glad I'm here with you today. Um, now, if you don't know Will, I mean, you'll definitely know his face if you don't know his name. You're basically, uh, Westside at the moment is your biggest gig, isn't it? Is, uh, Det- Mike McCready? Detective McCready? Mike McCready? Uh, yeah, McCready would be good, but it's McCarthy. McCarthy is, um, well, that's but, you know, another Irish brethren, you know. See, that's, yeah, see, that <laughs> makes a lot more sense. I've been trying to explain to people, you know, that you're coming on, uh, coming into the show, and they're like, Will Hall, uh, and I see he's on Westside, he plays Mike McCready, and no wonder they're going, no, it doesn't sound familiar. Mike McCarthy, sorry. McCarthy. Yeah, you got yeah, the big yeah. handlebar moustache. I do, I? I do. Yeah, look, I don't mind if the moustache, uh, you know, outlives the, the the last name. That's fine <laughs> to be. No, it is the one with the slug as opposed to the the to the, uh, to the last name. Yeah. Actually, where I first saw you, Will, and uh, probably the best character on Shortland Street they've ever created was a Kip. <laughs> yeah, Kip yeah, Denton. Yeah. Kip oh, Denton, yeah. that was it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he he used to skate and smoke weed. Exactly, they've, they've exactly. Never made another character like it. No, no, and 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 you're quite like this. Um, there was no character, uh, Doctor Kip Denton, smoking weed, riding a skateboard. I actually went in there uh, myself, took the bull by the horns, and <laughs> dropped in a, uh, a showreel, and because I'd never got an audition for it yeah. in the years I'd been acting, and they went, "Oh, this is a bit uh, against the grain. You normally wait for a bloody casting, a character to be written that you might fit, and you go and audition." I went, "Look, nothing's happened so far. Here I am. I didn't mean to turn up blazed on a skateboard." <laughs> But little, you know, didn't think much of it. Six months later, all of a sudden, they've written this role. Uh, oh, for you, Doctor? Yeah, yeah, they they wrote it for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have to go through the uh, the trials and tribulations that most actors have to go through. Yeah, uh, to get they just uh, turn up with your skateboard and uh, smoke a doobie, and before you know it, you're on you'll Shortland be Street. Emergency in the emergency department of Shortland Street, working with TK Samuels. Eh? Yeah. Now, um, I'll start with my story as I always do. We're going back to the year 2012, all right? My wife, who I've actually, this year we've been together, oh no, next year actually, 10 years we've been together nearly, um, but we broke up during this time. Oh. Um, it was actually my call to break up. Because you know how, like, sometimes, you know, like you get a McDonald's and you get your Big Mac all the time, and then sometimes you're like, I might have a fillet of fish. I know, but it's always a bad idea. And you just fillet of fish, and you think, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. What? No, I'm going back to my Big Mac. It was one of those. I'll, wait, I'll be brutally honest. It was a dick move. But we broke up for quite some time. We're sort of seeing other people. But that's the other thing to me. I'm not very good at, at being single. 
I don't really know how to pick up chicks that well. I'm pretty horrible. And back in 2012, there wasn't a tin, there, there was no Tinder back right, then either. Yeah, it was just before the Tinder days, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, which I always think Tinder's would be a perfect way to pick up some of these days. It's a good reason to break up, let's be honest. <laughs> Get on the Tinder. <laughs> Get on Tinder. Actually, here's a, just, just going on a side note, here's a great prank we did when I flatted, actually, because I had a flatmate who, this is, you know, he was, he was a good friend of mine, but he was just brilliant at always pulling chicks. But he, we used to always pull a prank. He'd bring a girl home, and then he'd say, he'd flip me a text in the morning and be like, all right, come, just wait outside my door, you'll know when to burst in. And then he'd wake up with her, and then he'd be like, ugh. Well, I better get a taxi and head home, I guess. And then, <laughs> and then she'd go, well, hang on, I thought this was your house. No, nah, this isn't my house. And then that's when I'd burst and be like, who the fuck are you to get out of my house? Mm. Well, let's go back, 2012. So I'm single. Life was, uh, I soon realised that, okay, being single is awful for Jim because I don't really know how to not be getting out of being single, you know what I mean? Or even just trying to do a one-night stand. I can't do it. <laughs> now, at the time as well, I wasn't really getting much acting work. I'd probably only been doing it for a couple of years. Things were slow, but a, 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 an audition came up. Oh. And um, I know, what do, what do you like when you sit in an audition room? Do you Are you one of those people that have to sit in silence and just sort of get your head around what you're going to do before you go in? Or yeah. Or are you just a yarn to people? I normally don't. When I was younger, I didn't like a lot of chat and didn't really converse, but then I learned that it's going to be what it's going to be. And I, I love getting in there first, first heat of the day. Yeah. I want to get the... Get out the of the 9am slot yeah. when I'm the only one in there. And then invariably I've fucked up so much in the audition that I've taken about three people's audition slots <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying right. to get all the lines right. right. And I come right. out and there's six people waiting going, oh, it's bloody him again. Yeah. Sorry. Bloody him. And then yeah. I get to have a chat with them going, yeah, guys, I'm cock of the walk now. I've done mine. You guys <laughs> yeah. have got to sit through the pain of this now. So, so do you literally just do a table read? Sorry, I don't know anything no. about acting No, you yes, so you're new. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so, sorry about that. Some of this non <laughs> Well, you, you sit in the waiting room yeah. and then the idea is I'll be like, yep, Jim, come on through. So, But sometimes you get people, I mean, you're right though, you, you're going to bump into people you know, so it's all right to chat to them, but then you've got to remember, if you're going to an audition that you've got to remember lines for, mm. Yeah. You just sometimes you just want to sit there on your own, and just sort of go through that. If you're like me, that leaves everything last minute. You're yeah. just trying to scramble through to remember these lines before you go through, and then you get some people that walk in, or they'll sit there silently, and then they'll just go, "I'm sorry, I can't deal with the silence. I have oh, to, God. I have to, I'm grab yeah. like, How are you, mate? <laughs> you're just like, oh. As if it's the biggest thing in the world. It's like, mate, you're auditioning for the Sea Lord commercial. Exactly, like, yeah. You're being a fisherman on the wall. Exactly. Yeah, they're very high and mighty, like they're this bloody pristine actor. Yeah. I'm Graham. What's your trainer? <laughs> <laughs> Already Graham the cock. I'm Toy Fakati trained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah. yeah. I've worked with Rati Radarama last before. <laughs> oh, I don't give a fuck, mate. It's just, this is a side gig for most of us. This particular audition, though, that I went to, it was for, it was a Michael Hill jeweler commercial. Oh. I remember this clearly. Yeah, I yeah. thought he did all his own work, but they, no, they had well, you in as a, well, I think this a look-a-lucky. Yes, a look-a-standard. <laughs> no, because, well, they, they, he doesn't, you don't see him in the ads anymore. Michael Hill, I didn't even know he was... I know he's a golfer. Yeah. He says that in his yeah. ads. He he's a golfer. He um he's definitely he's still alive, but he's he's mm. probably well. I'd say he's way older than he looks. He's probably nearly ninety years old, Michael Hill. Yeah, he he wasn't young in the in the in the late eighties, nineties when I remember him fronting those ads. So. Yeah, so I guess these days they're after people to yeah you know, he, he's not needed. But I'm I'm picturing these ads now. They're quite romantic, aren't they? They are. It's, it's, it's Which was this this one was. Girlfriend. So I went, and there was a, um, a there was a girl in the uh, audition room, uh, you know, in the waiting room as well. That I sort of we got friendly and started chatting, and then before I knew it, I thought actually this girl's because she was gorgeous, you mm, know. Mm, and I thought mm, I'm just mm. easily 
I'm easily talking to her. I didn't even think much of it. And here we are getting along quite well. Oh, no. And I thought, just do it, Jim. <laughs> just ask her out. What do you got to lose? You know how to do it. Mm. But this is me being me, single Jim. And I, then all of a sudden I start playing in my head, oh, no, should I do it now? Oh, no, don't do it. Well, how do I do it? Maybe I'll just go, ask her for a drink. No, no, don't do it. No, 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 Jim, come on. You're single. Just grow some balls. Just do it. And obviously this is building up my head and I'm playing this more. And then um, I just thought, fuck it. Um, what are you doing? After, do you want to get a drink or something? I said, I stammered out, stuttered. And then quickly she said, oh, I've got a boyfriend. And then I didn't say anything. I just yeah. went dead silent, like a <laughs> pin could drop. Because usually you could be like, usually if I think about it now, I, could, I should have been like, ah, oh, of course, sorry. How stupid of me. You're right. You're right. Sorry about that. I was a little bit forward. I'm not usually like that. Did you do oh, this before or after you'd been in the room? Yeah, this is, um, this is, Michael Hill. This is where I fucked up. <laughs> right. Because um, I soon realised, because it was real awkward. I didn't say anything after that. And then, and then I was just playing my head going, oh, God, say something, Jim. Oh, now I've just dragged it out. I don't even know what I'm going to say. There's been such a big pause. I don't know what I'm going to say. And then I just hurry and just get me into this audition. And as soon as they came out to grab mm. me, I soon realised that it was both of us that'll be going in yeah. for the audition. Yeah. And we had to do this romantic, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this rookie era, this romantic scene. And it was—I remember the scene well. It was basically—it was like we're looking up at the sky and we're looking at stars. And then all of a sudden, when I'm like, "Look at that one! Look, Orion's belt!" And then I'm like, "Oh, look!" And I pull out a ring. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. And then I'm proposing to her. That was—that was the scene. And then. I just remember that I just wanted to die. I wanted to get out there. I don't, I don't want to do this at all. She was uncomfortable. We had to hold hands, and she didn't even want to hold my hand afterwards. You know what I mean? You can tell she's like, Ugh. and then the casting director was like, "Just be a bit more. I want a bit more of a, a relationship feel from you." Mm. And I'm like, and I'm sure tr- tr- trying, and she's obviously just like, "This guy's an idiot." And then we did the ring thing, and then I went to put the ring on her finger, and I put it on the wrong finger, and it was just, it was just a complete shambles. And then um, we left the, <laughs> I left the audition, and that's when I thought. This is when I should be asking her to go out on this date now, and then I could have just walked on and bloody forgotten all about it. Yes, yes, yes. You always ask your co-star after for a date, or yeah, yeah, during uh, the intimate scene, or, or, or after, oh, before an audition. Yeah, you clearly weren't nervous enough for this uh, big break for Michael Hill. I probably even made it worse for her. Well, well, by the sounds of it, she wasn't much of an actor. She (laughs) couldn't let go of the fact she was completely creeped out by you. (laughs) Exactly. She, She she couldn't play the love card. No, but weirdly enough, I got the ad. You got it? No, I didn't. Oh. No. <laughs> I was going to say. I just need to find a great ending for that story. Yeah, I would I would love to see you in a Michael Hill campaign. So, of course, this is an interactive podcast. I believe the world first. Do you think, Producer Ryan? Yeah, why not? Will, do you Go with it. Yeah, look, I've, I've never heard of uh, interactive podcast. If you're going to fact no check way. that, then you're very sad. So, I mean, go with it. <laughs> yeah, with okay, it. true. Uh, definitely the first interactive podcast if you want. Ever. Ever. <laughs> if you want to feature on it, um, text Jim. Yep. And just a brief rundown of uh, your shit shambles of what what you basically how you screwed up to 3520. And producer Ryan will get in touch. Have we, you got the right number there, Ryan? We will. We're going to call Angie by the sound of it. Hello. G'day, Angie. It's Jim. How are you? Hi. Good. Uh, Angie, where are you from, Angie? I'm from Invercargill. Oh, Invervegas. That's my neck of the woods as well. Well, <laughs> yeah, g'day to your neighbour. Hey, um, <laughs> you don't sound like much of a screw-up of a person. Uh, I hope you don't make many mistakes like the one you're about to tell us. Oh, look, I've made a few, but they were back in my earlier days. I'm much more responsible now. Okay, good. I don't even know what this yarn is, actually, before, <laughs> before I say that. But what happened? 
Um, so when I was at high school, I was about 16 years old, had my own car, my driver's license, and I scored this really good job doing a bit of a drug run. So, As if it's like being the paper. It was all legal. Oh, is this pharmaceuticals? Oh, I feel like, yeah, for like yeah. chemists in there, you mean? Worked for a chemist um, and basically had to deliver prescription medication to the old folk. So I guess you could say you're like a, a legal drug mule. Yes, I was, yes. But I didn't have to stuff it in awkward places. I just had a bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good to know. So you're delivering to elderly, did you say? Yeah, yeah, delivering to the elderly. And, um, I mean, you had like 30 or 40 prescriptions, and I had about two hours to get it done. So I just like to get it done fast, and I got paid a flat rate. So the quicker I was done, the more money I made, you know? And one day I went to this house and they were quite, they lived rurally, so just on the edge of town and on the, along the main state highway. So it was a really busy street and I got there about 4.30 in the afternoon. Um, so there was traffic all over the road, you know, and going at 100k an hour. Mm. Pulled in and I have to um, unlatch the farm gate and... I'd been there once before and I just thought, oh, I can just drive up to their house straight away, no worries. I don't need to close that gate. Um, Little did I know they did not have their horses in a paddock. Oh, no. They had three horses and they just let them hang out in the driveway. Oh, what? So I drove past them, thought, there's some horses. Yep, cool, they won't get out. Got up to the lady's house, opens the door holding, you know, pulling along two oxygen tanks and she's got a face mask on, um, clearly, you know, not capable of... At death's door, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So then she goes, oh, you didn't leave the gate open, did you? And I thought, shit. Yep. And she just, her eyes go wide and I thought, oh my God, now I'm going to give her a heart attack. So all three horses, uh, hang on, all three horses have got out the gate. Are they on the main road? All three horses got out onto the main state highway in peak hour traffic. Oh, fuck. Yeah. What do you, it was not good. So what do you do? So, well, I just... Because she's no help, is she? <laughs> I, I didn't know what I was doing, but I went out there. I tried calling them in, you know, like... <laughs> I tried galloping at them. <laughs> the international call to bring a horse Maybe back. they'll hear them and be like, oh, that's what I do. I trod back. It's not. It's not like you know, like a puppy where you can leave treats and it comes back in. Yeah. So I'm, one of the horses was really compliant. It just went back inside because there was no grass on the freaking main road. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but one, uh, two of the horses kind of run about fifty meters down the road, and oh, I start no. sprinting. Yeah. Try and get them, but obviously, the more I start running, the more they start running. I'm oh, hearing no. them. Finally, this lady pulls over and she said, "This could be. This could kill someone." I yeah. Said, I just burst into tears. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh my god. So how? how <laughs> Like, is this so the so there's like plenty like it's just filled with traffic on the road? Is this right? Or just yeah, filled with traffic. Four thirty in the afternoon. I mean, people are coming home from work. Traffic is flying past at a hundred kilometres an hour, and you can imagine if you hit a horse, what it would do, the oh, yeah. damage it would do. Oh my god! And Stop so the I finally, like, I kind of broke down. Um, this lady helped me get one of the horses in, and the other horse that was like a hundred metres down the road by now. Well, I just kind of. Looked at it and burst into tears and was like, "Please come back." 
Uh, but finally, I turned around as if to go back to say, hey, lady, I can't get your horses, um, and I don't know who can, because clearly you can't either. And it followed me back in, and the day was saved. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, so I all three horses, all three horses managed to get into the gate. Like, how long are we talking? Uh, like, we are, are you out there for an hour or so? Or oh yeah, long? no, I was probably I was probably out there for about forty minutes. Oh, okay. I mean, thanks Still. to all the assholes that didn't stop and help. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but it was a happy ending in the end, though, wasn't it? Yeah, there was there was um, there was no horse meat up for delivery that day, so good. that was good. Wow. Producer Ryan, that is bloody. Happy ending. Happy days. <laughs> that was well timed. Hey, Angie. You still yeah. there? Oh, you still there? Uh, did you? How long did you last in the job after that? I was probably only uh, in that job uh, for another few months, and then I pursued better dreams at a petrol station. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. Well, safe there. Hey, Angie, that was a that is a hell of a fuck up. Thank you very much for that yarn. Oh, yeah, no worries. Oh, it still makes me feel sick. Yeah, it's making me stressed out as well. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Think we'll, I think we'll go to Will's story next day. All right. I'm sweaty. Right. <laughs> hey, thank you, Angie. All good. Cheers, Angie. Bye. Cheers, buddy. This is all about reliving the pain, isn't it? Yeah, the a little bit. Of... It is. It's very yeah. cathartic, though. It's good yeah. to get it out. Yeah, get it, it out. It's a bit yeah. like, I look at it like a bit of therapy, you know? Yeah. Lay it on the table. Now it's your turn, Will. Right, now's my turn. Well, a wise man once told me, he said, whatever you do in life... Or he said, never, ever miss a gig of your favourite band. Yeah. Whatever you do, do not, do not fuck that up. It's funny you say that. I'm doing that exactly this week with three bands because my wife is giving birth tomorrow. And so you're going to miss... Alice in Chains, Arctic yep. Monkeys, oh, and selfish. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Selfish from her. I know. Well, to be honest, selfish. it's kind of my fault, really. Yeah, well, it is. It takes yeah. two to tango. Did, did, was, the, was the tour dates not announced when you decided <laughs> to start procreating? <laughs> no, they, they were. I just, yeah. you, just, you don't think. When you're in the, in the, driver's in the seat, heat yeah. of the moment, yeah. you just don't think of that. Actually, you know? honey, hold this. I'm really keen to see yeah, you. Yeah. Well, good gigs coming up in March. <laughs> I'm often thinking of Anthony Kiedis when I'm in the, uh, <laughs> in the heat of the moment. But that's just me. Yeah, fair um, enough. But yeah, so over the years, I've 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 managed to fuck this up quite a lot, and I love live music. I love going to gigs. Yeah. And um, final uh, big day out at Mount Smart. Right. The, um, the twenty twelve, still the dark days. Now I had gone, <laughs> I'd gone on quite a stringent diet because I've been drinking so much. Yeah. All through twenty eleven. I'd kind of blown out a bit, and I'd seen myself on season three of Nothing Trivial or something. Going, jeez, that's a bit off. <laughs> great great and, year, um, 2011, though. Just with stuff happening: <laughs> cricket World Cup, rugby yeah, World yeah, Cup. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it was great. I went on this crazy diet for most of December, Jan, and um, I've shrunk down. But of course, I'm out of training with the drinking. And yeah. Big day out. We'd always made it a tradition to start with a champagne breakfast, oh, yeah. barbecue champagne, and but I'm I'm pissed by the time we're getting on a train to head to Mount Smart. And um, I get there, and I had, a, I had my whole day mapped out because I mean, how good was Big Day out back yeah, in the day? You've got amazing, yeah. And, and Cage, Cage the Elephant, one of my favourites, and for some reason they were playing at like eleven a.m. That's or right, yeah. So I had to be there for them, and yeah. I got there for them, and I'm one of only hundred people. But <laughs> yeah. and that lead singer was the only guy there more pissed than I was. He was I don't know how the hell he belted them out, but he did. Really? And they had to be you know carried off. <laughs> but um, I was heading towards a similar state, but I had a whole day planned out. You know, we had um Kasabian and. Kanye had cancelled, so that was a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Noel Gallagher, Living End, Foster the People, and uh, of course the big one, Soundgarden. And yeah. I just couldn't, couldn't bloody wait. And um, we'd always got uh, the, you know, gone a bit 
extra and got the VIP up to the Mad Butcher's Lounge. And, and that year... The Mad Butcher's Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> was that, he there yeah. as well? No, nah, no, nah, he was never there, but at least he lent his lounge to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. And how good were those days? I mean... Far out, but that year. What, did you get? Did you get a meat pack under your seat or something? <laughs> oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cut that around everything you go <laughs> yeah. throughout the whole day. Just, eh? just fermenting meat. Yeah, yeah. Day. But it, it used to be kind of the open bar policy was what it was yeah. all about, and yeah. it was a fun day. But that was the year sales had dipped, and it was the death yeah. of big day out. That's, that's right. Yes. Everyone seemed to be just angry. Yeah, and 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 secure from security to organisers to everyone, and they just weren't allowing things to get out of hand. And they and that's they also let people come in who hadn't paid yeah. anyone they had an old stuff that's right they did too because the numbers were down so much Yeah. anyway they were able to single out people that had maybe a little bit too much and I was singled out by security at uh, the Mad Butcher's Lounge and I wasn't allowed in before I know it I'm being dragged out by about you know a whole team of security and I'm going but mate I haven't even got to foster the people I am definitely staying for Soundgarden yeah. so don't. hang on what time of day is this we're talking midday oh Jesus Christ nice love now, that I may have had you know, a little bit of champagne, maybe one vodka, but that was another one. And then, and then the last one to wrap this all up is uh, Foo Fighters. Last year, when I uh, first met Jim, and he shouted me a couple of couple of handles or a couple of jugs down at which were That's pictures right. down at the uh, yeah. sweatshop for the 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 rock pre event. That's for, right, yeah. For the Foo Fighters, and um, not knowing that the sweatshop are making their beers at about 6 to 7 yeah. to 8%. They run opposed, a bit hot, don't they? As opposed to your 4 yeah. <laughs> That's right. And, um, and I remember having a great day listening to Jason Karras and doing the covers oh, yeah, and yeah. hanging out with Jim and, oh. and all the good people in New Zealand that turned up. But whatever Dave Gruel was well, talking did about you, that you, night, I don't really know what did you Did on. you make, because I remember it was it, we, as we pulled up, it was pissing down with rain. Yeah. And you were there and you are staring at it. And then I, I remember we're, at one point we were hiding under some veranda thing and then I just gapped it. So what did you not make it in after that at all? No, no, I did, I did. We were, where the bus dropped us was the um, the other side. Once again, I don't know how I managed it, but I managed the VIP bloody other side of the stadium up in the lounge. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> I, the, luckily, the guy I was with was just fresh off a plane from Thailand, and he was completely sober and got to switch up late. Uh, he was just has a few nasty diseases, but before, he. Went. Before we go there, let's just hear Will at Sweet Shop, eh? The morning rumble on no, the rock. No, no, we're let's broad, not go. We're there. broadcasting, oh, and Will managed to bring get this up on the live broadcast. So why don't we just have a quick listen yeah, to that? Man. This is Will Hall at Sweet Shop before Foo Fighters. How's it going, Will? You, are you looking forward to the foos? I like Dave Grohl a lot more than I you, Rod. He's cut my microphone off, Mel's lock. I think we better get out of here. And this one. Yes. How are you, mate? You good? I do like a good uh, Weezer every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of making sense. It does. It yeah, does. It brings back memories. It does yeah. sum you up well. But you yeah. can tell you got a bit on. Sorry. Continue. Mm. You're at mm. Mount Smart. Uh, and yeah, uh, judging from those sound bites, yeah, I, I remember. I remember the the fuck up from uh, ticketing though, not letting people through in time. That's and, right. Um, yeah. yeah. And we listened to Weezer in the queue in the pouring rain, and, and of course that didn't help the full bladder and may or may not have had to relieve myself with a few uh, iPhones <laughs> taking a few videos. But we finally get in. And, and, uh, and um, yeah, the whole thing's just, just you know, a blur. Not, not how I'd like to. And it went for three fight. hours as well. You had ample time to sober up. Well, I, I do remember the encore. Oh. Like, weirdly, I was... I was, I'd come right. Oh, yeah, you, so you, well, you know, you hear your favourite song, or uh, the drunk guy in the pub hears the chorus. He can yeah. whip into the chorus, <laughs> but then he's lost for most of the verse. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, have you got that bit of music? Because I have to ask you, Will. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
have you learned from this, Will? Will Hall, New Zealand actor, joining us on this episode of The Fuck Up Files. What have you learned from missing out on all your favourite artists? Uh, what have I learned? Um, life is short, man. Like, there's a good chance these artists with their many uh, problems may not He's be, a, be around, yeah. be around to uh, perform for you in the near future. I also learned about livestock. Don't trust them. <laughs> Lock the gates for the horses. And uh, if you're going to ask a girl out a coaster, do it well after the uh, the job is done. And if you're going to preload, don't go too hard. <laughs> nah, yeah. Stay the hell away. As you're good looking- as Sweat Shop is, stay the hell away from it. <laughs> How's it going, Will? You're you looking forward to the foos. I like Dave Grohl. A lot more than I like you, Rog. He's cut my microphone off Mel's lock. I think we better get out of here. <laughs> There he is, Will Hall. I was that drunk, but I still only said like. I mean, normally you're in love with someone. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Think, I've, you know, it amazes me because I remember, t- I remember twenty the next day going, "Oh, I met Will Hall." I was, I was probably bragging about it. I won't lie to you. And then, uh, and then <laughs> I went and went, hey, you have to get you on this podcast. And I thought he's not going to remember me. <laughs> he was pissed off his face. He won't have a bloody clue. But I'm glad it wasn't you until did. you shouted me a beer. Yeah. You know, I, was, I was on the waters until that point. When you got your credit card out, I went, "All right." Yeah, it's all my fault. You did right, actually. <laughs> anyway, uh, Will Hall, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, Will Hall. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Hell you. Thank, thank you very you much. And uh, Ryan, as well, our producer Ryan, thank you very much for always doing what you do. No worries. I am Jim Cawthorn. These are my stories, or our stories, I should say, our shambles, our shit shows, the fuck up files. Um, we'll be back again. I'm just trying to think of a better way to wrap this up because we need to. Ryan, help me here, help me here, help me here. Yes, we'll have another uh, celebrity guest on. I hope you don't mind me calling you a celebrity. Uh, okay. If you he celebrate, be here otherwise. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. We'll have another guest on to tell a story. Jim, you, I'm sure are going to have another fuck up between now and then and if you'd like to get on yourself to tell your own story 3520 text it through with the keyword Jim and uh, we'll be back again celebrating what everyone does in life and that's fucking up shit you did that brilliantly because that's one thing I realise I can't do is wrap (laughs) things up very well thank you very much God bless see you next time